like all good stories, mine starts with complete disaster. Well, okay, it didn't start at disaster, it kind of meandered to disaster. <laughs> After a series of professional losses and devastating personal losses, I just quit being an artist. I had gone to art school for eight years and I'd been making art as a full-time artist for years and years, but I was done. I'd had it. I couldn't make sustainable income, I couldn't find my people, and I was exhausted. I kind of hated art. And that's when everything started for me. Welcome to The Josie Show, where it's artist to artist chat about the business of art. I believe that artists should get paid, and I also believe we're in a moment in history when the artists can get paid. There are so many elements that have converged to help you to create a thriving business from your basement, which is where I built my business with a toddler underfoot. If you want to know the basics, I wrote an epic free report called The Ultimate Guide to Selling Your Art Online. It's awesome, and you can get it at josielewis.com slash ultimate. Okay, back to disaster. I had been a visual artist from my teens. I went to art school. I went to grad school. I exhibited my work. I taught at local colleges. I ran workshops. I had a studio space in a thriving art district. I applied for grants and exhibitions and opportunities and got some. I was doing all the things I knew to do to succeed in the real world of art. But it was lackluster at best. My sales and my income were there, but just not robust, let's just say. And I was getting tired, and then I had a baby. So naturally, that changed a few things for me. After waiting tables for years to make up the gap of art income, I became a stay-at-home mom. Naturally, I was obsessed with my sweet baby Gigi, but let's call a spade a spade. I'm not really wired for homemaking. Let's just stay. Becoming a mom is one of the coolest experiences I've had, but it doesn't really define my identity. Being a mom was amazing, but it wasn't my only calling. So I kept making art and we tried to make a second baby. And then the plane crashed into the mountain. I could get pregnant, but I had miscarriage after miscarriage. In a two year period, I had four miscarriages and our daughter Esther died full term at birth. I was a mess. There was grief, there was hormones. So I finally decided to quit trying to be pregnant and I also quit trying to be a professional artist. I was over it. It was too much work and it wasn't satisfying. I actually started writing a novel in my favorite category, Zombie Apocalypse. Honestly, it was pretty good. Maybe I'll publish it someday. But I was such an emotional mess that I needed something more just to calm me down. I had a little watercolor set and during my daughter's nap time, I would paint dots. Yep, just dots. Sometimes I would paint hexagons or squares. When I painted the dots, I would forget for a minute. I would lose myself in the meditative color and the repetition. It was incredibly healing and restorative. And just for the heck of it, I filmed the process and made it into a 30 second time-lapse and popped it onto my Instagram to my 289 followers. And it went viral. So I made 
another one, and that went viral. Now, perhaps more than the next person, I'm wired to please. <laughs> I'm like a Labrador. If I think someone even remotely likes anything I have made, I will tirelessly provide more of it. Banana bread? You got it. My obscure wine facts that keep people entertained at your party? I'm here for you. Videos of me painting rainbow hexagons? Why not? I'm on it. So for the next five years, I posted a new video every single day. That's right. For five years, it's actually probably closer to six or seven now. It's ongoing. The process of posting all those videos did a couple of things. For sure, I was an early adapter. Instagram had just switched over to allowing videos on the platform when I started. Second, I got pretty good at filming myself. It takes a while to get used to camera angles and lighting and hyperspace editing. Back then, there weren't as many cool apps to edit video, so I had to improvise with existing software. My Instagram audience and later my YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, and Facebook audiences grew rapidly. When TikTok burst on the seed with vertical video, I was ready because I had been shooting my art horizontally and cropping it to a square, but it was very easy to repurpose all those videos I had already made simply by reformatting. So now I have a huge library of thousands of videos that are ready for almost any platform. <laughs> when I'm looking at my archives, I frequently have no memory of even making the art or even posting it. So when I look at those old videos, I'm like, I could probably post this again. If I think it still looks cool, why not? I was able to build my art studio back up and start to sell art and sell prints and sell swag. That took a while because even though I had these viral videos, I did not necessarily have a straightforward way to monetize it right away but I became a studio artist once again. Then I realized that not only were people willing to buy the art that I made, but they were also being inspired by the art that I made. They wanted to dabble with their own art. My simple and satisfying approach made people say, hey, I could make art. I was surprised and delighted by how rewarding that was for me. For me, it's the ultimate compliment for a creative to see my work and say, that makes me want to make art. Now I have a busy art studio, a line of watercolor paints and art courses, a line of jigsaw puzzles, and I have a membership called Art Revenue Coaching for artists who are ready to build creative businesses. If you've been with me for a while, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here with you and I hope to satisfy your eyeballs quite a bit more in the future.